Hello. This is Open Ended, the podcast where truly no topics are off limits. I'm your host, Callie Wiesel, and I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Hey guys, I am really happy about how the new intro is. I actually really like it a lot. I think it's pretty good. I actually figured out how to do the right intro this week, and I think that's going to be our intro from now on. I'm super happy about how it came out, so if you have any feedback about any of the stuff related to the podcast, remember to go to open-ended pod. It's all lowercase. It's on Instagram. It's a public account. I post on there usually when we have a new episode or like new things coming out. So yeah, that's all about that. So this week's episode, I'm, again, super excited about. I have been wanting to talk about this for a long time, and it's one of the ones, like, on my list of topics. Um, if I've talked to the podcast really at all with you, you know that I have a list, like, a mile long, of different topics that I want to talk about on the podcast, and this is one of them, and I'm really excited to talk about it today. So, today's episode is going to be about basically feeling undervalued or quote-unquote worthless in a friendship or relationship, I feel like, um, at least for this episode, we're, all, we're pretty much going to be talking strictly about friendships, because I feel like that can be, this is a more, it's a common theme, theme, especially among girls and things like that. I mean, I've also never been in a relationship, so that kind of, I don't really have expertise in that, so that's why we're going to be talking about friendships today. Anyways, so today... So I just, hmm, I'm like thinking about this as I'm going along, um, cause I don't really like to have a structured podcast if you listen to, um, last week's episode at all. So with that said, to, I'm going to start with basically my experience with friends and kind of navigating how to make new friends and how to cut off toxic ones. Um, so if you know me personally, or really know me at least a little bit, you know that I was bullied periodically from fourth grade to ninth grade off and on. It was pretty bad. It was pretty horrible, I do have to say, but I'm out of those relationships now. I'm really happy about that. That was pretty horrible. And I will say I have dealt with these feelings a lot of the time. I think I want to make this episode to, to again, connect to that topic that I talked about in last week's uh, episode, which is that feeling of connectedness, and especially during this time to kind of make people feel more connected and like they are a part of, they're not alone in everything, in all aspects of their life. Um, yeah, so uh, at least for me, I tend to feel these feelings pretty often now, even when I'm in my new relationships which are, or friendships, which are healthy and they're good and I, they and the people in my life are really supportive of me. But I still, it's hard. You still have these feelings of, I don't think I'm good enough. Am I, am I of value in this friendship? Like, do they actually like me for me? Or am I just there to kind of be the butt of the joke or just kind of just sit there, just take up space? Or am I actually there to like support people and make them feel comfortable and make them feel better about themselves and kind of help them grow? And I think that at it takes practice to kind of break away those feelings of being like, okay, I am of value and I, and I'm not worthless. 
I'm not undervalued. I'm right where I should be. And I think that it comes from just accepting yourself for who you are and saying, you know what? I'm not a perfect person, but I'm not in those friendships that make me feel crappy about myself anymore. I'm in a good friendship that actually is good for me and it's good for me mentally and emotionally and physically and spiritually. It's good in all aspects of my life and improves the way I live my life. And I know I talked about this in last week's episode, that idea of like invest in those more permanent aspects of your life. So for me, a big part of my life is investing in friendships and relationships with people and all of those things because I think it is so important for people to just be around other people and talk with them and hang out with them and build memories because not only does it help you feel happier mentally and just it improves your mental health so much I think you'll always have those memories of being with those people and I think that that will give you more happiness and contentedness because contentedness is that a word I'm just gonna roll with it because it's a positive thing in your life and even though it wasn't this if it wasn't like the perfect relationship or the perfect friendship or the perfect this that or the other thing it still was part of your life and at least for me that's taken a lot of time to understand like yeah those toxic relationships were horrible and they made my life really bad they still were part of my life and I shouldn't just shove them back into the wall and ignore them because they do affect who I am today I still have those feelings from those friendships and they're still there I I can choose to ignore them and make those feelings worse or acknowledge them and work to have those feelings fade away or just be more aware of them in general in my own relationships and friendships. Um, so if I mean, I guess if you take away anything from this podcast, it would be, yeah, those toxic relationships are terrible and they make your life worse. But by ignoring them and sticking in those relationships, you're making your life much more worse than it could be because your life gets so much better. If I tell you anything in I, one of the main pieces of advice that I give like friends and like peers and stuff like that is just get out of those relationships. They're making your life worse. They're not adding to anything in your life. Yeah, they're part of your life story and your experience, but they're not making you feel better. They're not making, they're almost, they almost hinder you from being the best person you can be. And that is a huge part of your life. Huge. You can be a completely different person when you're not in a toxic friendship. And I think that one of the hardest things about leaving a toxic friendship or relationship or anything is those feelings of being undervalued and worthless. They hinder you from leaving that friendship and being a better person. And I think that it's the way that you feel about yourself and the way that you think you are in that friendship or your amount of value in that friendship hurts you or can help you in leaving or bettering a relationship. Um, At least for me, one of the hardest things from leaving those toxic friendships was fear and those feelings of, okay, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm a little bit afraid. I don't want to not have friends because that to be honest, it does suck not having friends. I'm going to be honest with you. It sucks. It sucks not being able to confide in people and tell people about your life. 
I'm yeah and it's great to hang out with by yourself and just do things with yourself because at the end of the day you're the only person you're going to be with is yourself that's a common thing I feel like especially in among today's like teens um but it's just you want to always have those friendships because it, they add to your life and one of the things that hinders you from leaving those friendships are the feelings you feel about yourself because the second you see yourself and feel yourself that you are worthless or undervalued or not a part of a friendship that makes it 10 times harder for you to leave that friendship 10 times harder because once I left that friendship guess what happened Everybody else left that friendship. I think it was like six girls in that whole friend group. And I left that friend group. And then like four more left. Or not four. Like three more girls left that friend, sh- that friend group. And I think that once you realize that I'm not, I, I'm not valued in this friendship. They don't value me for me. And they ignore me and they act like I'm not there, that's the second you need to leave because you're, you're not valued. And those feelings that you still have, that you had in that friendship, are still there. They can still be there in your friendships now. Because I feel I like to use the word triggered, triggers or trigger or triggered in this um example because it just helps illustrate this like analogy slash example um in my experience with friendships what really triggers me and makes me feel bad about myself is body language and facial expressions those are two really big ones for me so if they're if one of my friends shows maybe a a, the slightest negative facial expression or like face of disgust it makes me feel like I'm not part of that friendship or they don't appreciate me and they make me feel undervalued and then that makes me feel have a decreased self-worth because I don't feel like I'm a good enough person. I don't feel like I'm good enough for that friendship and it sucks. I shouldn't be having those feelings because it's at the end of the day, you can't really control your face. I mean, you can, but you can't, you're not looking at your face all the time to see what's happening, but it's the, those type of things that makes you feel bad. It makes you feel undervalued. Um, as I said before, another one is body language. So if people like turn away from me even the slightest bit or they're talking to somebody else, that makes me feel bad about myself, makes me feel undervalued. Like, why aren't you talking to me? I have value here. But then I think, why aren't they talking to me? Am I not of value? Do I not have anything to contribute to this friendship? what's happening and it makes me think about all those things over and over again undervalued I'm decreased self-worth I'm worthless I shouldn't be in this friendship anymore and I keep going and going and going until it cycles and I need to remind you this is all me sitting here just looking like I'm completely calm but I'm just having all of these ideas and I still remember instances of my friends of my friendships now were that that those facial expressions or body language were expressed 
And they that stuff sticks with you if you have dealt with any type of um, toxic friendships like I have. All of that stuff can stick with you because it used to happen so much when you were younger or just in the past. So I'll give you an example um, of like something, a common instance that triggers these feelings of being worthless or undervalued. So this happened, I'm not going to name names because that's just like rude. I'm also just like not that type of person. Um, I'm non-confrontational, I should say. Um, So I was hanging out with a couple friends. It was a group of five. And this was a, this was a little bit ago. Um, so it was two people, they were talking and the other two people were talking to each other. And I was just like sitting there observing. And I was in my mind, I was like, I know I don't have anything to contribute to this conversation because they're talking about things that I haven't experienced or things that I just don't connect with. So why am I here? Am I just here to like take up space? Like, am I actually valued in this friendship? Because they're talking to about to other people and not including me. I feel excluded and worthless because of it. And it, it just, it just feels bad. And it just, it just made me feel bad about myself and made me, made me feel undervalued and worthless because I felt like I wasn't a part of the friendship. And it's not those people's fault. It's not. Because they, in their, I feel like in their minds, they're like, yeah, I'm just talking to this person about this class or like what happened this other week and Callie wasn't there. So she doesn't really have any, like, she can listen, but it's not something that really, I guess, concerns her. They think it's totally fine, which they they have a right to. But for me... I was just like, not freaking out, but I was just like a little bit up, a little bit sad. Um, But I will say that it is not either, it's not their fault and it's not your fault for feeling those way, that way. It is your experiences and your mind, your mind warps your experiences and takes those common It takes those commonalities between the two things and it equates them and it compares them. And it makes those experiences seem equal and then those feelings come back. And I think that you're never really not going to have those feelings and those um, instances not happen again. I mean, they're not going to be as severe, but they're still going to happen. And I'm in a perfectly good friendship now. With a, with a lot of people that support me and that make and that make my life better, but I still have those feelings, and I think that if you want to improve the severity and how often it happens, it is completely up to you and your self motivation to be like, you know what? I either need help coping with these feelings, and digging deep and isolating. Okay. I'm going to isolate this feeling from this event, what caused me, and really dig deeper into what caused that feeling. And this has helped me so much, so much being like, okay, what particular experience, instance, circumstance allowed me to have this feeling in the past? 
and what allow is allowing me to have this feeling now. Okay. So I'm like, okay, for example, okay, I'm like, I feel like I'm not contributing to the conversation that I'm just like sitting there alone. I don't feel like I'm a part of this friendship. I feel worthless. Okay. Well, what happened in the past that made me feel this way? Oh, it was sitting alone at lunch in a friend group, but I was just sitting there. Everyone else was talking and I was just by myself. Bingo. That's what's causing this feeling. And it's nobody's fault. It's just, it happens. You know, you can't, you can't stop people from bullying you or stop people from bullying you because ultimately that comes from their own insecurity. And I know that's talked about a lot. It's like, oh, the people that are bullying you, they're insecure or they're just jealous of you. While that's true, and that's probably the most common thing, it'll people will always be insecure. And that is where it comes from. The people will always be insecure. And as long as people keep bullying you, and or keep bullying people, I should say, you will keep having those feelings. And to be honest, you can't fully stop bullying. I know that that's slightly controversial, but you can never stop bullying. You just... You just can't. It's impossible because people are always going to pick apart themselves and then project their feelings onto other people to make them feel the sim- a similar way. And it's always going to happen. It's not like, oh yeah, I'm just bullying this people, this person so I can have a life. No, it's the people either bully them or they are having really hard experiences in their personal life that causes them to want to inflict emotional, mental, physical pain or trauma or whatever onto them so they feel similarly. And that's how it happens. And I think that a lot of the times we bullying makes the way that we feel about ourselves, especially in being undervalued or worthless, it makes them it makes either those feelings come back stronger and worse. Or they just completely explode. And like I said earlier, you can never stop others from bullying. People are always going to pick apart themselves or pick apart their experiences in order to make people feel worse. And as long as that happens, you are always... And as long as bullies are going to bully people, the, the, the victims... not Yeah, victims... Victims of bullying are always going to have those feelings of being worthless and undervalued. And I think that above, and I think that as people, we need to help others not feel these feelings because it's hurting you from having a better life. It totally is. And I still have these feelings, but it takes you out of the moment at hand. I could have been talking even though I'm not even though I haven't had a similar experience or I'm not learning the same thing I could have contributed to the conversation in some way but instead my insecurities and my experiences with bullying held me back from participating and it took me out of the moment and took me into the past and my past thought patterns and my past ideas and the past feelings that I had in myself of being worthless and undervalued And it made me feel bad. And it made me not appreciate the moment and the friends that I have. 
And that is a huge thing that I've had to learn about pretty much a lot of mental illness and a lot of just like all of those things is that um, anxiety, depression, bipolar disorder, all of those things, it takes you out of the moment at hand and puts you either into the past or the future in a negative way. And it makes you have feelings like the whole topic of this podcast, it makes you feel undervalued or worthless. It totally does because you can feel like the past, your past experiences are affecting you so much so now that those feelings are just always going to be there. And yes, they are always going to be there, but they're not going to be able to control your life. At the end of the day, you will be able, there is a time in your life and in everyone's life when you're going to be able to have control. You're going to be able to feel like you have worth and like you have value. And it just takes some time and some dedication and some work to get there. Because I have had to work fairly hard to, to not have those feelings. And I think that there's power that comes from that. And there's inspiration that comes from that. You have the power and the ability and the strength to not feel that way. And it's totally possible. You just have to take that first step to be like, you know what? This is a completely different experience because it's actually with people that realize that I am part of this friendship and that I have value. Just because I feel like this way about myself doesn't mean that other people feel this way about me. Even though I feel under, like I don't have value and like I don't have worth or that I'm not worthy doesn't mean that other people value me or feel like I'm worthy. And to be honest, you don't have to be worthy to have friends. You don't have to. Who cares? You don't have to be worthy to be in a really great friendship. Because it doesn't matter. You can be the worst person alive and still have a really good friend. That's just how it works. People need connection. And it leads back to that same idea that I've been talking about that is one of the main ideas of this whole podcast is connectedness. Connectedness. People will always want to feel connected because we're human. And those feelings of being undervalued and worthless disconnects us from people in our friendships. Okay, so if there is anything... And I know I've said this before, but if there's anything, any advice or turning point or turning point or something that really makes you think about yourself or your life from this episode, I would say that if you are in a toxic friendship, leave. I'm serious. Leave that friendship. Even if you're afraid of making friends or being alone, it's completely okay. When I left that, my really toxic friend group, I didn't have friends for the first little bit. And that is completely okay. You will find people that generally support you. And even if it's not in high school, that's completely fine. That's the time to work on yourself and realize who you are. And then that, and then if you go to college or after college, not after college, after high school, 
you can realize, oh yeah, I can, this is a new beginning for me. This is a fresh start. I can actually work to be in good relationships now because I'm not around the same 100 kids or 200 kids or 300 kids that are all in my grade. I can make friends with other people. I have so many more people to actually make relationships with and that I don't have to feel this way anymore. I can feel completely okay and I can feel valued in this friendship now because those experiences do not hold me back from the person I am today. If anything, they make my experiences today better because I can realize and I can acknowledge that this is better than what it was like before and I know when I see those negative things, I have the opportunity to improve my feelings and emotions about my friendships and my self-worth so much more than I could have if I only were in, if I only had a good friendship for a really really long time. Okay, so I think I want to end today's episode um with talking about the topic of or subject of basically how you can help others that are feeling this feeling. Because I think that one of the most important things that can help you as a person not have these feelings is help other people not have these feelings. So I think that at least what I've seen that has really helped and what I've done to help people is just to make them feel appreciated. So, like, do fun things with them. Tell them about how much a good friend they are. Try to make encourage them to participate and contribute and do things in that friendship to where they're actually seen and to where they can say into the, in their mind like oh I'm valued I have value I can contribute to this friendship in a positive way and not just sit there and do nothing and think about how I'm such a bad friend I can actively do things that make me feel valued and at least for example what I've done is I've like brought up invited them my friends to like do things or like hang out or tell them that yeah you're a really good friend or by not implying that they're a good friend by asking them like questions about things and asking for their help because um one of the ways that people can feel appreciated is through um if anybody knows like the five love languages I think it's like quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, gifts, and oh, what's that fifth one? It doesn't matter. But I think that the greatest way that people can feel appreciated is through those five. And the ones that I typically use the most are um, words of affirmation, quality time, and oh, what's the other one? And acts of service. Because by asking them for help, you can compliment them by saying, you are s- such a good friend. Thank you for helping with th- me with this. You've really allowed me to understand this more. And then in their mind, they can think, oh, I'm actually a really good friend. I actually give value. I'm actually worth something. And that increases their self-worth. And what you can also do is ask them, hey, let's do something tomorrow. Let's hang out. Let's go to the beach. Let's go to somebody's house or get this, like, play a game or just like do something 
they can feel appreciated and needed. And that at the end, and I think that at the end of the day, all people want is to be appreciated. All people want is to have value, especially in friendships, because it is so hard to feel valued. Because society tells us, especially women, that we don't have value, or that if we do have value, you can only have so much. And by actively seeking out ways that people can feel valued and increase their self-worth, you yourself can have the satisfaction of seeing other people with good self-worth and being like, oh, I helped them. I contributed to them feeling better about themselves. I have value too. I feel so much better knowing that I helped someone do this or I encourage them to hang out with me or I did something where we were more connected and it's just it's so important it's so important to show people or tell people or even imply that they have value because value is something that is so hard to come by you can never almost never and this is at least from my experience, people might say otherwise, but you can never truly feel valued unless people show that you have value or you yourself realize over time from either really positive people or self-improvement people on social media or even in like books that you have value. It's a very hard to rewire the brain into thinking that you have value because and this is something that I've talked about, at least with others, is that it is really hard work to repower, not repower, um, retrain the brain to rethink the way that worth and um, physical appearances and value and all of those things to be a positive thing instead of a negative thing. It is so hard to to um, reconfigure those neurological pathways because you're, I can't get sciency, you're re, I believe it's like redirecting synapses. I believe it's synapses. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Synapses in the brain to making this one thing like facial expressions, like we talked, like I talked about earlier, facial expressions into, okay, instead of that dictating my self-worth and my value, they are being critical, which is trying to make me be a better friend in the long run. And even though that might be not be the case, it can give you the peace of mind and feeling like, oh, this that facial expression doesn't have to dictate how I feel about myself. It's only a reflection of that person. And that is so important. So important just to reconfigure. And it takes work. It takes work to do those things. Okay, so I think that that will be it for today's podcast. I'm super excited that you all came. I'm really happy that I actually got to do this topic today. If you have any questions or want to continue this conversation, please DM me on Open Ended Podcast, our Instagram account. It's all lowercase, no dashes or periods or anything in there. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope you have an amazing day. Again, thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.